0: Before they leave the house, how can you prepare your team to be money savvy? Today, we'll go over the five essential skills and lessons they need to know. Welcome to Simplify and Enjoy, the podcast and community focused on helping families have less stress and more options through minimalism and financial independence. I'm your host, Elle Martinez. This podcast is sponsored by Coastal Credit Union. Coastal's mission is to help you live a better life by offering you a better way to bank. Find out how at bankbetter.org. Last week, Christia shared how she's helping her girls become more savvy and thoughtful with money. We also got into how to start those conversations so that your kid can pick up crucial money habits and learn how to spend, save, and give wisely because even though money is not the most important thing, understanding how it works can empower your kid to use it as a tool to build a life that they love. But to help them prepare means taking time out, which can be a challenge in itself. Many of us are living full lives. I mean, in our case this week, the new school year has started virtually for us, and now we have two girls enrolled. They have their own school schedules. We have our work schedules. And so these next few weeks, we're going to have to test things out and find that rhythm, which is a part of parenthood. And if you have teens in the house, you may feel like time is even further compressed. How do you pass on these crucial lessons while handling your own regular routine and whatever added layers of complexity 2020 has thrown at you? So today, I want to reduce some of that stress for you we're gonna be looking at how you can help your teen prepare for the real world, specifically finances. In this episode, we'll go over five key money skills and lessons they need to know, creating their post-graduation budget, and whether or not they should pay bills while living at home. It's a lot to cover, but I'm excited. Are you ready? Let's get started. First off, let's get this out of the way. This is not a comprehensive list of every money, skill, and habit teens could learn about. As much as we want to do our best to prepare them, I don't think any parent could have predicted what's gone on so far in 2020. And that's fine. When I worked on this list and was trying to narrow it down, I had a few things in mind. One, I wanted to focus on skills that they would need as an adult and that they could practice and learn at home many times. Two, I try to keep these lessons aligned with skills they need to get on and stay on the path of financial freedom. And then finally, as we talked about last week on the podcast, parenting is more than teaching skills. We have to lead by example, including being open about mistakes we've made and showing our kids and teens that they can turn things around. Now, I think four out of five, you'll nod your head right along and agree, but there's one that may throw you off, but please hear me out on it. So let's talk about those five essential skills teens should know and become comfortable doing before they leave the house. The first is creating and sticking with a budget. Second is learning to save for short and long-term goals. Three is understanding how debt works, which includes credit cards and credit scores. Four, having an affordable plan for their education. And then five, having them work for pay. So right off the bat, you see that these topics are not going to get covered in a short amount of time. Not if you really want them to learn and to adopt these lessons and habits. So if possible, start early with these lessons and then they can grow into them and make these habits their own. Before you jump into investing or do a deep dive into savings, you have to lay the financial foundation of having your team learn to create and maintain a budget. If they're like most people, you might have to first change their perception of budget. Many teens, and let's be honest, adults, see budgets as a restriction. But at its core, a budget is simply a plan to move your money towards what you need and what matters most to you. And three targets that a successful and sustainable budget should hit are covering your essential bills, making sure you have enough set aside for emergencies and future goals, and then yes, having some money that you can enjoy now. Having your teen understand and being able to create a budget that hits those goals not only puts their finances in a good position, but it also opens up more options for them down the line for whatever goals they may pick up through their journey of life. Now, the second skill or lesson is helping them learn to save both for short and long term goals. And this is something you want to instill in them early saving is a habit that will serve them well. Not just with the numbers, but because you're passing on a lesson and plenty of practice time with delayed gratification. There have been a few studies that followed kids into adulthood and found that those that were able to practice delayed gratification were more successful beyond just the finances. Depending on what path they take, their income may change based on the career that they choose. But if you teach them how to save, that's a skill that they can use for whatever personal or professional goals that they have. And believe it or not, having this lesson about delayed gratification ties into this third money lesson that they need to know, understanding how debt works. It may not seem like it makes sense for a podcast that focuses on helping families achieve financial freedom to talk about debt, but if you think about it, there are a lot of money woes and stresses that are tied up into jumping into debt or paying more to get what we want now. So if you're teaching your child about savings, you should also teach them about how debt works. And you may have very strong feelings about this. You may feel like all debt is bad debt. Or you may feel like there's good and bad debt. Like a mortgage is fine, but having credit cards is bad. And you may have very good reasons for why you feel the way you do, but to really help your teen be responsible with finances, sit down with them, talk with them why this is so important to you and why you feel this way about debt. It could be from your own personal experience. You saw how it hindered your options added unnecessary stress, or force you to stick with the job that was not good for you, but you needed it to simply pay the bills and the debts. The truth is they're going to be getting pressure to buy now and pay later. And from personal experience and talking with others over the past 10 years about their money mistakes, not understanding how things such as credit scores work really put them at a disadvantage. In some cases, they made poor financial decisions because they thought that it was going to raise their credit score. So you can fight against those myths and misconceptions and arm them with more information so that they can make wiser decisions with their finances. All right. The fourth one is having an affordable plan for education. And we did an episode just on college expenses last year. We had Drew Snyder, a financial planner, and father share his thoughts on smart ways parents can save for college expenses. And be on the lookout next season because we're gonna be doing a deeper dive on whether or not a college degree is necessary or worth it. For today though, I wanna highlight whatever path your child chooses to gain the skills they need for their career. Whether it's trade school, college, jumping right into the workforce, They need to understand the time and financial costs of that path. In this country, we have 18-year-olds making huge financial decisions without really understanding the consequences to those decisions. When I was in high school, my mom and I had plenty of discussions about my options and how much she was able to help out. So don't wait until your child is a senior to discuss the numbers. Start early and make those conversations a part of your routine. Some things you might want to discuss and be open about is what are you able and willing to kick in for college? What are the costs of going to a particular trade school, getting a certification or a university that they're considering? What are the job prospects and expected salaries with those careers? And is there a way for them to shadow someone in the field that they're interested in? Having your kid come in with eyes wide open will hopefully help them find the right path for them. And finally, the last lesson, having them work for pay. Do you remember your first job? Mine was being a data entry assistant for a real estate appraisal over a summer. And it was work. I got hired during the busy season, but I enjoyed it and learned some valuable skills. I know some parents may worry that working can interfere with academics, but unless they are working long and crazy hours, your teen can actually benefit from having a part-time job. They'll learn skills like time management, responsibilities that's associated with work and working with others. They'll have ownership of the money they earn, and then they'll be spending time making money instead of spending and consuming. Of course, with the current situation going on, working at an office or at a store may not be the best option. If you have a family business, you may be able to create a position for your teen, but I know many families can't do this. So another route that could be explored is freelancing and entrepreneurship. Something that may fit your teen, particularly now, is online tutoring. They could have the technical skills, academic chops, and empathy as a student themselves to be fantastic. Another benefit of having them work is to give them some insight into the skills they already have and allow them to experiment and try out different paths. Do you really want them to wait for a college internship senior year after they've put in so much time and money to discover they don't actually want to do that career path? As teens, they have a unique opportunity to explore some options while they're at home. It may take some creative thinking and effort, but it's well worth it. So let's jump in and dive a little bit deeper about helping your teen create a budget that they could use post-graduation. And there are so many different budgeting options out there, but one of my favorites that's easy to use and that can be adjusted based on your particular needs is the 50-20-30 budget. As you probably figured out with this name, this budget breaks down things into three easy buckets, essentials, savings, and then fun please don't stress over the particular percentages for each of the categories, your family may come up with a different starting point. But I do like how you can be flexible with this budget and that your teen can try things out and still gives them a ballpark idea of how to portion their finances when they are out on their own. Now, at first you might want to use expenses like clothing, their portion of the cell phone bill or a part of the car insurance. Give them that experience. Some parents also find that because their kid knows how much things cost, they're more thrifty and frugal with what they spend their money on, which is a win win for both your house now and for your teen later. And speaking of which, if you haven't already, make sure that your teen has access to the family budget. Let them know what to expect. How will they know what a reasonable amount to pay for housing is unless they've seen the real world numbers? Now, related to having a budget, seeing what the family spends and having some input and practicing on their own, there's another debate that parents have whether or not their kids should be paying for certain expenses. For some cultures, the norm is that parents pay for everything until the kid graduates high school, while others feel that as a teen that they should start contributing meaningfully to the family, whether it's through paying some of the expenses or helping out with very specific chores or responsibilities. I think if you keep it within reason, this can be a fantastic opportunity for them. Now, some families, what they do with older teens is they charge a nominal rent that offsets a portion of their bills. But when their kid gets ready to leave the house, they give that money back as a gift to help with moving expenses like security deposit for their place or to use as additional savings. However you decide, talk it over so your teen understands why you're doing this way. Remember, our goal as parents is to prepare our teens so they can become responsible adults. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you want to check out some of the resources we mentioned or want to dive deeper, like getting a guide to help your teen get more comfortable with investing, please check out the show notes over at SimplifyAndEnjoy.com. Next week on the podcast, we're wrapping up this season. This has been a year of resets and reflections for sure. We're going to look at how you can set up a plan and knock out a goal that will bring you one step closer towards financial freedom before the year wraps up. So if you haven't already, make sure you're subscribed. You don't want to miss out on that episode. We're on iTunes, Radio Public and Spotify. Finally, and most importantly, thank you so much for your support, not just for listening, but for sharing your stories through emails and chatting with me on social media. I love catching up with you beyond the episode. I hope you have a wonderful week. Take care.